Battleline Podcast, and uh, look who's back. Actually, I know. I know you were missed on the last show, Chris. Yeah, I was. I was getting spit roasted. I, was getting, <laughs> I had a colonoscopy. And it, yeah, and it, it just got. It actually, you know, the 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 this show probably would have been hilarious because, and I, you know, ask Tanya because because my wife was coming on here in a little bit about how I am when I come off the uh, the anis what what the um, anesthesia. Help me out here. The, anesthesia. The, the, the anesthesia. I was gonna say yeah. The anesthesia. I just, I, you know, got, and they have a show, kids say the damnedest thing. They should have people after colonoscopies say the damnedest things when they come off anesthesia because it's hilarious. I don't even remember what I say half the time, but it, it, I say the funniest stuff. So, but yeah, I, I had to go get, I had to go get my old man checkups and my endoscopy and colonoscopy. So, hey, have fun. Yeah. Enjoy, I, it was enjoyable. <laughs> I'll have to hear Tanya give us the story. But uh, before we get into this episode, I want to let you guys know that Fort Scott Munitions, of course, is a manufacturer of multi-federal patented solid copper and brass CNC spun ammunition that is designed to tumble upon impact in soft tissue, leaving devastating wound channels for faster bleed out and quicker incapacitation. And let me tell you, I'm getting some great feedback from listeners who are now customers of Fort Scott, guys who go to the range regularly, hunters. They're just so glad we turned them on to them. So this ammunition was originally developed to innovate and improve on the standard of military-grade ammunition design. It was found that not only did the TUI, Tumble Upon Impact Ammunition, outperform competitors in the self-defense industry, but it quickly became apparent that it would be a top contender for hunters alike. With the ammunition being CNC spun, the tolerances are some of the tightest on the market, ensuring that you receive the same results with each pull of the trigger. Now, before I get into all the specifics of everything, you just got back from one of your training courses in Sunny Ford. Florida, which I'm very jealous of, <laughs> and Fort Scott is all you guys shot, right? Uh, that's that's what I have there. Yeah, I, that's they they sponsor uh, the uh, my our, my training company, Battleline Tactical, and uh, no, that's that's how that's how I got to shooting their their ammunition, and no, it's it's, it's still it's the best stuff out there, and I'm shooting. Uh, for those that, that are familiar, speak ammo talk. I was I have a little PDX. I, I also uh, work with Maximum Defense Industries, and Fort Scott makes ammunition specifically for what we call shorties or short shorter carbines, or sometimes are classified as pistols, but but because of the length, but they they really are. And I don't care if ATFs listen out there or not; they really are just short rifles, <laughs> is what they're. <laughs> but you know, you have to have ammo that, and that's, we talked about the tolerances and, and the consistency. You have to have ammo that is, that has that tolerancy that can be consistent when you're utilizing short barreled uh, rifles. And the reason being is because you don't get the spin and that's what causes the, the round to stay accurate is there's that rifling in the barrel that causes it to spin. And when it comes out, if it stays tight, then it goes farther and it's more accurate. And when you have a shorter barrel, well, of course, you get less of a rotation when their bullet's coming out because it doesn't have as many times to spin because it's got a shorter. It's like a plane coming out of a runway. A longer runway, they're probably going to be taking off quicker. A shorter runway, they're going to be taking off a lot. Uh, you know, hopefully they take off at all. <laughs> and um, and th- that am- that ammunition was still accurate with a heavier round, seven six two point three nine, which is a seven six two times three nine which is a AK-47 round. It's a heavier round, a bigger round, and it still was accurate out of a five-and-a-half-inch barrel up to 100 meters, and that's what I was shooting. And uh, and that to, for those that don't speak ammo, that is amazing. That is tremendously just amazing, and it speaks volumes for the, the ammunition that Fort Scott's putting out. And, and again, specifically for me, I'm not a big hunter. 
you know, I, I do bird hunting, but I don't go out and do big game hunting. I don't mind people that do. That's if, as long as they're doing it for the right reasons, which is, uh, you know, it's for the right reasons means you're, you're getting out there during the season because of the, of the population of the of the uh, of the animals. You, you, there is some control to it. But for me, home defense and having ammunition that is consistent under duress, which is would be a home defense situation. That is so extremely important. And I I had a, I did have one misfire. Uh, with a with my nine mil, I have also a nine millimeter and have my nine mil ammo out there, but that wasn't the ammunition. That's because Tano is too lazy to clean his gun, <laughs> so I decide I need to clean I need to clean my pistol out, and that was a problem with an extraction. It's just because I'm lazy and I need to clean the clean the, uh, the extractor out of there. But a uh, fantastic course too, brother. And you're right, 70 degrees in Deland, Florida, oh, at man. Full Spectrum Warriors facility out there. Navy SEAL buddy of mine that owns it. Yeah, Rich Graham, Dude, right? We'll we'll get him yeah, on at some point. Yeah, we will. We and I. I, I did his podcast. We we're out there, but it's just, it was good. You couldn't ask better people, 27 people. We had eight, a whole team from SOCOM, the air force, uh, which is McDill and air force SOCOM team that was out there training with us. And it was amazing, dude. And we can talk about it more, you know, down the road, but I, as far as doing the read here, we're doing a 10 minute read for Fort Scott again. <laughs> always, always. <laughs> but, but, but it is, it's, it's amazing. And it, their, their ammunition, their ammunition is, is second to none. There, there's nothing better out there. You know what I was just going to say as you're running through all of this? You are not allowed to tell me that you are not a gun nerd. I know you don't like to get classified with all these other guys at SHOT Show because you're a versatile person. You're into other things. You're into music. You know, you're yeah. into some things yeah. with politics, yeah. and you try not to be someone who's one-dimensional. But you are a gun nerd. No, I, well, I, I, because of my job, I have to be. You you do need to know. Just like, you you know, I, I would never call you a radio nerd. I would never I call am. you a serious but. Well, I, 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 you are, you are kind of, but you, you do other things, but that is your expertise that, and you need to be good at what you do yeah. and you have to know. And that's, that's me too. But if we're, if we walked into a room and there was recoil magazine over here, which is a gun publication, huge gun porn magazine. And, and I don't care. I don't really care, <laughs> but you have recoil here or guns and ammo here. And then you had a comic book over here. Even if it was Archie comics or something like a graphic novel, like the Watchmen. I'm going to go over there and, and Mickey mouse, Disney comic. I'm going to go over there and read the comic book. Cause I don't want to see all that. I ha I know all the other stuff just because I have been in the game for so long and you, you have to know what you're doing. I mean, you have to know what your job is and that was my job and but but you're right you're right brother i i try to downplay it but yeah i i do love do love to know munitions and guns and so forth but that is that's what i've been in for i don't know how many years since 1995 or since, since i was a little kid shooting the red rider bb gun with the compass in the stock you know? yeah <laughs> that's so uh, but you but you're right brother you, you can call me out on it but i <laughs> i am definitely not a gun forum guy I don't get on the I don't get on the gun forum chat rooms and yeah, say, oh man, no, no I think you know you're not obsessed, but it's it's okay yeah. to be a nerd for different things. And and what you're saying it describes Jack Murphy too to a T. Yeah, because yeah. after we would do the podcast, there was a huge comic book store across the street, and he would go there. He'd get comics for himself, and then he got Love his them. he got his daughter into yeah he got his daughter into comics too. She'd be reading Batgirl. Batgirl, and, oh that's uh, I I can't wait to see the new movie that I, I the Birds of Prey looks just like what the comic book was with huntress if you know i follow all that and huntress and and they also i i the um i gotta get more into who they all because i you have a uh, what's the other one huntress black it was a 
Don't ask Black me because I am not a comic book. Guy. Oh my goodness, Black Sparrow! I'm saying it wrong, and all the comic book people over there going, "Tano, you're an idiot again." Just like when you <laughs> thought Pantera was still an active band. <laughs> but I am it, a metal it, nerd. That I, am. I know you are. You are. You are. You are, bro. But you're. You're. No, I'm. I'm like. Yeah, I love comic books. Love. I love all that. And you find you'd be surprised. Most there's most guys, and I can't speak for SEALs and Air Force PJs and you. You guys from the unit and all that. I can tell you, most Rangers are very eclectic. You'll find yeah. many love love just reading anything from Walt Whitman to like Jack and myself going and getting comic books. They're they're not what you think. Now we got our believe me, we got our guys that are that are that are gung ho Leonard Skinner to the core. <laughs> and Jack, I'll tell you the same thing, especially being a third bat. But the, there's a ton of guys there that are just that aren't that are really not anything what you would think would be a, an army ranger which is that country southern boy that, that, that loves to listen to acdc and and drink drink uh, bud light and, and it's not it's, there's there's guys that, that very just actually when the day's done they want to go do their own thing because it's a little different and I, I i know jack and i are, are fairly similar in that realm is that we we have other interests yeah. and a lot of rangers are like that a lot of them are well really quick because i want to finish letting the people know about fort scott but now i'm just curious did you get into your any of your kids into comics the way that jack did with his daughter um my uh no not really my son got it i i actually did a lot of baseball card collecting i have tons of baseball cards from when i was growing up and i got my son into that a bit uh, my oldest 115 and uh, no he, he started collecting baseball cards and then then his genre came in they started doing the pokemon cards yep and he started collecting but I, I encourage that because, you know, when I was growing up, I wish I would have collected more of the um, Cabbage Patch Kids cards. Those things are worth money, how much money Cabbage Patch are. And and so I he, he started to do that in the collection. And and honestly, I, I got into that a little bit with him because I thought that was the neatest thing in the world, the Pokemon cards. And collecting cards like that and growing up with me collecting baseball and football cards, it, of course, it's a connection. But it, it, it's kind of neat. It is when you're looking at the cards and, and you like, wow, this one, if I get this number here, it's it. And you, you do look at the, the, how much it is worth. It's, it's part of the draw to it. Yeah. So and, with, and, with that, guys, because I do want to get into the actual show yeah, here. Yeah. And I want to let everybody know about Fort Scott once again. Fort Scott Munitions is available throughout privately owned businesses in all 50 states, as well as directly online through fortscottmunitions.com. Use the exclusive promo code BATTLELINE. For 15% off your order, which is huge. You know, a lot of people are making big orders. So 15% off yeah, when yeah. you're doing one of those big orders is a lifesaver. So only available to listeners of the Battle Line podcast. Once again, that's F-O-R-T-S-C-O-T-T-M-U-N-I-T-I-O-N-S.com. Use promo code BATTLELINE. Fort Scott Munitions is a proud supporter of Chris Peranto, Battleline Tactical, and the Battleline Podcast. Somehow we got into comic books and baseball cards. <laughs> but uh, but he, you know what? Ryan Kraft, the gentleman that, that runs it, that really, he is, he's super extremely intelligent. I would, t- and he's, 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 his dad and him own Fort Scott Munitions. Uh, Fort Scott Munitions. I could, I could guarantee, I'm not for sure, but if you meet Ryan, I can guarantee you he has some comic books in his closet because he's that kind of person. He is a super genius, and you never he he looks like the youngest kid that would have nothing to do with bullets and and guns. And the the kid is brilliant. And I shouldn't even call him a kid. He's he's old. He's just as old as me. But he is he's an amazing individual. And hey, one more thing too, guys. And I want to make sure we put this out there. Get with Fort Scott because right now 
we are getting to where we're going to be building some range ammo and getting four scott munitions to do do range ammo and why that is important is because uh, of the cost you know when you're going out and shooting paper targets you know you don't want to be spending the same amount of money on ammunition that you're going to be using for hunting or home defense because it's you know you're you're it's it's tough going in there and basically what you're doing throwing half dollars down range when every bullet you shoot so uh, and and so Fort Scott and we're in connection with Battle Line, hopefully in the future we've been discussing it is going to build a range ammo. And so it's it, it's inexpensive and and it's it's still gonna be top notch top notch munitions. So you can have your range ammo when you go to the range. And we'll be hopefully if we can get it worked out, we'll be supplying it with the courses. So when you sign up for a course, you have the option to purchase ammo along with the course. And that's what we did in Florida. It made a heck of a lot of difference because a lot of people travel in from distances. And if anybody's gone through TSA knows it's a pain in the ass traveling with weapons and also weapons and ammunition and the weight. And it was, a, it was, I don't know why we hadn't thought about that before, but we did. And, and, uh, another company actually helped supply the, uh, the ammunition at, because of Fort Scott, we weren't ready, but, uh, for the future, you know, and people, please hit Fort Scott and tell them, hey, yeah, we want uh, we want range ammo. You guys supply them for the battle line courses, so we'll have that offered. So you don't have to travel with your ammo anymore. And you're going to be getting the best ammo to shoot at the range as well. So I want to put that out there. I know it's another free read a little bit, Ian, but I wanted to make sure people were aware of that. Because it's, it's an important thing, and it's part of things that people don't realize when they're going to train. Especially if they're traveling to see us at a course that where they live out of state and they fly in. And there's a lot of them that do that. FortScottMunitions.com. Once again, promo code BATTLELINE. Let's get right into the show. On the microphones, pure and uncensored American straight talk. Never quit. You're locked and loaded with Chris Peranto and Ian Scotto. This is the Battle Line Podcast. Battleline podcast. I know that was a long intro uh, talking about Fort Scott, but we love what they do. As I said, Chris Peranto is back and much anticipated guest. We've had a lot of people say, when are you getting Tanya Peranto on the podcast? And as a before we even get into everything, I'll let everyone know the reason Chris and Tanya are in separate places. Chris is in his car. Tanya's in the house. <laughs> uh, just to be a recording nerd here is the fact that if they're in the same room and we have the speakers on, you'd hear some echo. So we're making it work. But with that, glad to have Tanya Peranto on for the first time. Crazy stuff. You guys are digging a hole having me come on here. You don't know what you're getting yourself into. <laughs> why, why are you talking about? I, I love you. It's all everything's going to be great. Hey, can you everything's notice that everything's going to be just fine? Well, I'm going to tell y'all, first of all, that with all your female listeners, because I know you have some, oh, yeah. you need to get more women on the show because there's far too much testosterone I, I, <laughs> going on I, we, with Battleline Podcast. I, I, 
I, I I agree. Sometimes it's not it's it's fake testosterone too. HGH is fake testosterone out there, guys. Don't let it fool you. Don't fool yourself with it. Well, she's, but, a, uh, she's a third I, female guest, and I know we're gonna have Joy Via on, or is it Joy Villa? Joy Via, right? We're gonna have her on. It, it's yeah, Joy Via. Are, are we have is Kaya coming? I thought we had Kaya too, but I don't she know. Has she has not gotten back to me, so uh, probably having Joy Via on. And cool. yeah, but no, I agree. I agree. Uh, we'll get all different types of people on, but I, I'm pretty sure since episode one with Andre Orlovsky, you've been teasing this out. So people are excited for it. Yeah, no, it's, all, it's it's all good. All good. I'm just going to sit here and be quiet. This is going to be the one episode where I don't say much. <laughs> this is your wife, fear. though, bro. Uh, they, they, that's I, they, I know no, because that's I, a lie. I, because I'm going to be everybody lo- knows I, you talk too much. Well, look, I'm I'm in the truck. She can easily just walk to the front door and lock it, and I can't get in. So <laughs> I I'm, I'm at a disadvantage right now. See, <laughs> I, I guess the interesting way to start this, and I know we talked about it a little bit with, with Chris, but like from your perspective of uh, maybe your background growing up and into meeting Chris. My background growing up. Wow. You want me to start that far back, Ian? Sure, why not? I think I think people. No, love to I hear. am, I am a definite small town girl. Uh, grew up small town life. You know, one grocery store, one flashing light intersection. Um, went to a small high school. Had about twenty four, twenty five people in my graduating class. And and where at um, for people wondering. I went, I went to a small little town called Utan. Utan High School is where I grew up. Um, kind of threw myself into academics. Wait, and what, what state is that, though? Because I don't even know. Nebraska. Oh, okay. I'm Nebraska. We're Nebraska. I've ventured, I've ventured too far away. I mean, we lived in, Chris and I lived in Washington State for a couple years when he was stationed up at Fort Lewis. But um, other than that, Nebraska's pretty much always been my home base. So, yeah, small town girl, um, got a scholarship to play volleyball at University of Nebraska, Omaha. And uh, I know I guess I'll just fast forward to how I met Chris. It was uh, and very few people know this. Actually, I get the question every once in a while. But the really random thing is that we met on spring break. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the South Padre Island spring break. It was and it was, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. You're telling the story. Sorry, honey. Go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 no. You can tell the story too. Cause no, no, have, no. Have I will. Your perspective. I, I will. No, go it ahead. was, you know, I went down with a group of my friends. He got kind of talked into going down with a group of his friends. And um, we just kind of ran, like the two <clears throat> groups kind of just ran into each other at one of the bars down there. Actually, and, you know, Okay, that, that, the detail. Actually, I got dumped. Some, the uh, the late, who was the they had the the little the shot girls running around the little shots of whatever the popular thing was at the time. It, you know, wasn't it was something something cinnamony, but it wasn't the what's the what's fireball? They didn't have fireball back then. That's how old it was. And remember, I took my she dumped it all over me, and I had to take my shirt off. <laughs> I did. And no, no, the the the, the girl. The, oh yeah, and, that's right, that's right. And, and that's what and and uh, and I just got I just got thrown out of the army. That was the first time I got thrown out of the army. It was just that's why I did spring break because I was all depressed. I was out of the army and all that other crap, and uh, dumped it all over me. And and I so I I was this gooey cinnamony liquor all over me in a spring break. So I don't care. I'm, I'm whatever. What was I at the time? Twenty eight, 
was 27. Am I dating myself a little bit? But I took my That's shirt off. That's pretty old for a spring breaker. Oh, no, <laughs> and, and by the way, no, I should, I should be, throw out be there. Like 27. Yeah. 27. No, you were 24. 24 or 25. How do you guys okay. have this so off? The, the only thing I'm, I want to clarify here for people wondering, when you say thrown out of the Army, this is when you left. The, I don't want people to think you got like dishonorably discharged. No, I, no, no. I got honorably discharged, but I, there there could there was a chance for me. And I, I, if people, if they want to know, it was in the Ranger way. I wrote about it. So yeah. I'm not like hiding anything go read the ranger way you'll see I, I talk all about that that low point of my life that when it started to kick back up and part of it was spring break and meeting tanya and that was that was when things started to change when it got better actually where i was like oh my gosh this is this what am i going to do with myself that and that was a, also a time that you know i i i, I had now i had i had od'd on on a lot of pills at one point in time too at that at that initiate that that time before I met Tanya and when I went to spring break met Tanya things started to get better again the life started yeah. to go better but how so let's how get back she, to this you're, you're covered in a cinnamon covered in goose shot. yeah so I take my shirt off and she sees this chiseled body and that was it right there <laughs> that was it that is that, is that how it went down <laughs> I love, I love how you just made it all about you. Do you see? Oh, see? That's there. Yeah, I'm keeping me honest all the time. That's what I go through. I need that. Is that, is that true? Did, is that true? Just tell me. Tell me tell you're me right. That. You're right. I'm not. You're not lying. That that is factual information. You just embellished the end part a little bit. The end part, yeah. The end. <laughs> no. So we wanted. You know, my little group of friends. We wanted to go over across the border go down to Mexico, but we're all a bunch of chickens because, you know, we're college girls that have never really been outside of anywhere. And his kind of group of friends was like, Hey, we're going to go down, you know, in a couple nights, if you guys want to hang out and go down together. So it kind of became this like travel buddy group of friends going down there. So we felt like we were sort of protected because we had this group of guys to help us, you know, navigate the unknown, so to speak. But you know, I mean, that's just kind of how it developed. And, you know, Chris and I got to, um, you know, become friends, talk a little bit more. He's, you know, giving me his background information about, you know, the army stuff. He was married before at that point. So he was telling me about that situation. And he's like, you know, I just, I need new direction. I need something else. I need, a, you know, a, a different goal. Yeah. And he was talking about going back to school. And, you know, of course, me, I'm thinking, okay, well, University of Nebraska Omaha has got a great criminal justice program. And I told him that because that's what he had his undergrad degree. And, you know, long story short, it just kind of ended up developing into a Chris moving from Colorado to Omaha to Nebraska to attend graduate school. And, you know, I, I got tasked the job of finding him a place to live, which is comical in itself. Because I think, Chris, you've talked about this before, Yes. Yeah, yeah, about the coming to Omaha, and I haven't talked about the, the apartment you found me that was had. Yeah, I know. That's what I was going to say. Haven't got to that one yet. Yeah, no. Well, you know, Chris <laughs> is coming with you know next to nothing, and he—I mean, he literally moved to Omaha with a suitcase and a box and, and a bro- box and a, and a piece of crap Bronco two that was just breaking down all the time. Yep, remember that. Yeah, in that box was like a plate, a bowl. Uh, a metal pot <laughs> and one set of silverware. I, I kid you not. <laughs> and, and you were how old at that's this time, he, Chris? Well, that's, the, that's what he brought. And he's like, 26. You know, okay. Help, help me out. Help me out and see if you can find something that I can afford. 
so I can live and get a job and, you know, get, get going in school. So, you know, me, I'm, I'm searching around somewhere close to my neighborhood area because he's never been to Omaha. He doesn't know the city at all. And I find a room for rent. Now, you know, in my gut is telling me this probably isn't the best neighborhood. This probably isn't the best situation, but based on the budget allotted, this is what I'm going to throw at him. So Chris came down. I was really nervous because I thought he was just going to throw it back at me. He goes, this is terrible. Why did you pick this? I, I'm not going to be able to live here because it was one room with two other guy roommates. One was kind of, what was his job? Like a handyman kind of a guy? He was a handy, his name was uh, Doug. Nicest guy in the world, yeah. but he was, he was, a, yeah, he, he was nice. a handyman. Handyman guy that, that really, he, he was going to be in Omaha for the rest of his life sort of guy. Nice guy. Yeah. And then Jab. Then the other one was, was a, it was a Vietnamese or Korean? Is it Vietnamese? Not Korean, Vietnamese. Vietnamese foreign exchange student named Jab. <laughs> Didn't speak English yeah. very well. <laughs> so the room that Chris got was one of the upstairs bedrooms that had no air conditioning. Mm. And of course, Chris moved there in, in Nebraska summer, which is just the polar opposite of the crappy Nebraska winter that Chris complains about all the time. So it was, you know, 90 degrees probably <laughs> in that room on a regular basis over the summer. But you know what? I, I think I don't remember you complaining about that part, Chris. That's no, I don't. True I, form, right? I, I, I don't. I didn't mind. I didn't at that time. Also, I was used to, you know, just getting in the army. I was used to being the, the weather didn't affect me. I mean, as long as I and I remember I didn't have a bed either. I had just threw a like a yeah. futon mattress, yeah, a mattress. On the, not even a yeah, futon. A I just threw a little thing on the floor and had a little fan. As long as I laid still at night uh, and had the fan blow on me, it was stayed cool enough. <laughs> it was fun. It was but it was it was awesome though. I mean it was it was it was crappy as far as where I lived, the actual house. But the, the roommates, it was it was a great learning experience. I would never have I would never have hung out with the two guys I had roommates. So they weren't like me at all. Yeah. But we came together and we were and it was in a yeah, it wasn't a pretty rough area, but you know, we live in a rough area right now, so what? I I, I didn't yeah. care. I wasn't I you you get those I was a guy that would where Tanya would be on road trips and she'd go, she was still playing volleyball practice. And, you know, I found a job and, uh, I, but it's the kind of place where I would, my, my budget could afford a little bit of alcohol. I wasn't a big drinker, but a little bit, I was still college age. I could afford a Mickey's big mouth or old English or, or St. Ives, one of those big 40 ounces. And I could just go sit on the porch and I would overlooked mutual of Omaha's headquarters. So that was one of the coolest things at night because the moon rises right there. So if the moon was coming up, I could sit there and just drink on my porch. And I wasn't worried about getting kid. I wasn't worried about getting robbed or anything like that. I, I looked more like a thug than they did at the time. <laughs> and, um, and I'd watch the moon come up and and watch the Mutual of Omaha Indian Head sign light up, and it was it was a cool experience. But yeah, it was, and it was a great place to run. I was a runner, and it's remember it's hilly. It was hilly all over there, and we had a little Chinese restaurant that was right down the street. That I, I do think they still cook cats and dogs. Excuse, is that politically incorrect? <laughs> we have to edit that out. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It was you know it's a dollar. No, it, for, it's truth though. It's probably true. <laughs> it's it's like you know you two dollars all you can eat Chinese food, but that's where we go to. Eat. And uh, it was it was a good change and it was a good step because it got me out of Grand Junction. Of course, it got me and Tanya together, but it was it was it was a it was a change. And it started me off to like, you know what, this it was a little scary at first. But this this really wasn't that bad because when you go in the army, 
the army, you, you, you still really have a mom and dad taking care of you when you're in the military. You really do. You're not worried about anything there. You still got a place to stay. They're still paying you. When I did that on my own, I was like, then you said I was, I remember I had just, I had double hernia because I had just, I still hadn't fixed my hernias that I got right. from a jump into Fort Bragg when we did a, my last training jump at range battalion. So I had two hernias as well <laughs> moving there and I had to go to the, find a hospital and get, get a, get them surgically done. And I had nobody there to take care of me. Tanya did, Tanya did when she was, but she was playing volleyball. So, you know, she, she did what she could. Um, but there was a lot of times too, also where Tanya had air conditioning and her house was a block away. So I'm not going to lie that I spent all summer in my room. I, I would go and stay in the cool air conditioned house that she lived with her, <laughs> her roommates at the time. But yeah, I, did I, where did I, did I take it over again? I took it over again, didn't I? The conversation. You talk a lot. You do. You yeah. talk a lot. It's okay, though. <laughs> you have good content. It's good content. No, uh, it makes you, like, I love the, I don't know, just respecting the, the small stuff, so to speak. You know, just being able to, like you talk about, set it on the porch and just hang out. And it's your time and, you know, a new direction, new avenue. You, you got you to gotta respect that. Yeah, I would, I would tend to agree. I mean, living where I do in Port Washington, I get to see the, the sunset over the dock, and I don't really do sunrise because I don't wake up early enough. But all that, all that little <laughs> stuff, I do think is it's stuff that you remember if if yeah. you're that type of person. Yeah. You do, you do, and it was it was walking. I had no law, you know, I had no law. People, people doing the same things I do, but but when you're in college you really feel in that time frame of that life or that, that age, that's when you do need to experience that where I, yeah, I, I had no, uh, we had no washer and dryer. So I, I'd have, you know, I'd walk two blocks to the laundromat with my stuff. And that was actually fun. That was actually my Zen moment. Sometimes was going to the laundromat and sitting in the laundry and watching TV and, and just knowing that, you know, I can survive. I don't need a ton of money. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to work my butt off to make a good life for myself and, and make a good life for my family, but it's okay. I can also, I can also, I don't need that. There's small things that you start to enjoy. So, you know, you, you do, you enjoy the little things. And that was some of that. Sometimes that was just walking to the laundromat when it was minus 10, <laughs> minus 10 out in the winter time, but getting a laundromat and doing laundry and just sitting there watching TV going, man, I'm doing all this on my own. And I thought my life was over because at that point in time, yeah, I had gone through a divorce. I had, I had, you know, I had attempted, I, I, I actually had, I did take a bunch of pills and, and drink a bunch of alcohol thinking my life was over. And, and it was, and, but then I met Tanya and I said, things started, you, you start, I started to see the bright things, the brighter side of life where it was just small things like that. And the cool thing where she found the place that it was right next to this historic area in in Omaha called the Jocelyn district. And there's a Jocelyn castle right there, right in the middle of this old crappy neighborhood. There's an old building called the Jocelyn castle. And I remember just, I'd, I'd go jog by it and I love architecture. So I just, just look at that go, man, I, I'm actually living in a pretty cool place. And I wasn't, you're, you're, you're also a little bit more fearless at that age too. You're not thinking anything's going to happen to you. So I, it was, I, I get out and explore and that's the best, still the best way to see anything is explore the neighborhoods is, is to go jogging and run around and, 
And, and then, you know, and then Tanya was, I was in grad school. Tanya was, had volleyball games. I go watch her and play volleyball and, and she looked good in volleyball shorts. That's when they were getting really tight and short like they are now. <laughs> so I would like doing that. I'd sit and watch her in her volleyball shorts and be like, man, this is great. I did. Is that okay? Can I say that? Or do we have to why, that? why are we continually talking about tights and shorts? <laughs> because you look good in them. That's why. I, I, I was just going to say something like really nice about you, and then you had to throw the volleyball shorts. That is in so, then, so nice. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I, 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 if I was talking how I was physically attracted, I still am to you. I, I shouldn't okay. have said still. I shouldn't no. have said still, huh? That's yeah, I mean, this is the, I oh, should throw in, yeah. this is the post-Valentine's Day show, so. <laughs> no, but what I, <laughs> what I really wanted to say, because, you know, Chris is telling his story about, you know, new beginnings and starting over and things like that. And I think one of the things that I, I respect and love the most about Chris is it comes down to, like, that guy's work ethic, because whether it's been gosh didn't you like have to be a brick mortar oh i know i had i had double i had double hernia surgery and i was a mason tender too so i was out there mason tender but what a mason tender is go ahead tell me what a mason tender is people that don't know no you can tell me what a mason tender is but i'm just i'm just saying like he always figures it out he always makes it work and so many people make excuses why they can't do this or this is impossible or, you know, this just didn't work out for me. And when it comes to him, you know, even from the very beginning, whether it was, you know, in the military before I knew him in the military after I'd already met him or, or all these different jobs and projects and endeavors and, you know, hurdles and mountain climbs, so to speak, that, that he comes up against, it's like, you know, okay, what's next? You know, what's going to be my next obstacle? Because he always seems to figure it out, you know, whether it's a roadblock that he needs to take a different direction. So, and I, I do, I just, I really respect that and love that about him is in that, you know, it, I guess it comes back to the whole never quit thing because, you know, that's the tagline and that's the hashtag that, yeah. you know, he uses for so many things, but, um, it is, you know, it, whether it's the small things that the obstacles that are put in front of him or the big, huge obstacles, you know, that, that he's overcome individually or that we've overcome as a couple, um, you know, I have a lot of respect for that. It takes, it takes a pretty tough human being mentally, physically, emotionally to get to the place that he is now. And it takes a pretty tough human being to stay with a guy like me that, that should be finding these things out and doing them a lot quicker than I usually do. Say it right. I, I should. I should. I, I thank you. You're. I love you, sweetheart. And but yeah, but, I love you, you but, too. But but you know, but, but yeah, you, but you you're know, you know, like man, I yeah. wish you're. Yeah, you're dumb. Why didn't you think about that quicker? Well, I just didn't think about it. <laughs> but that's you know, even Ian with me and you talking, or I always say it's a marathon. Well, it is. Yeah. We're, we're going to figure it out. Yeah. We, we may not figure it out yeah. now, but as long as we keep moving forward, whether it's at a sprint pace or we're walking, we're going to figure it out. And Tanya and I have always been like we'll figure it out and 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 she but she she is extremely impatient i have a tattoo on my chest the, the angel i have i haven't got my colton down there but it's, it's the loves of my life around a cross that tanya first got me that i lost at fort benning it was the first cross I, that she got me and that's what these cross i wear now is when she got me 
but it has Angel up there, and that's that's why she's she's my angel because she's patient as hell with my dumb ass, and and that's a that's a to me that's only strange. sometimes <laughs> you're for you're pretty patient most all the time. No, I, just, I no okay. Go I ahead. I think I've learned. I think I've learned. I, I I've I've learned to be patient. I've I've <laughs> sort of been thrust into that corner of okay. Let me just sit back and see what this dumbass does next. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm gonna then I'm gonna calculate what my reaction is to it. <laughs> so, yeah, so yes, pretty much. Sometimes you are a dumbass. Sometimes <laughs> you are the most amazing person on the planet, and you know it, we both find a middle ground all the time. So it's all yeah. good. So yeah, it's, it's that's how it is. I'm I'm on both sides of the spectrums. I've never been in the middle. Never been right down the middle ever. It's always that's one true. or the other. It's always one or the true. other. So. Hey guys, so sorry to interrupt our own conversation. We're, we're putting this in uh, later, as you'll hear, because I didn't want to interrupt the flow of what we were doing. But we got to, of course, let you guys know about Fort Scott Munitions. Fort Scott is a manufacturer of multi-federal patented solid copper and brass CNC spun ammunition. It's designed to tumble upon impact in soft tissue, leaving devastating wound channels for faster bleed out and quicker incapacitation. This ammunition was originally developed to innovate and improve on the standard of military-grade ammunition design. It was found that not only did the TUI ammunition outperform competitors in the self-defense industry, but it quickly became apparent that it would be a top contender for hunters alike. With the ammunition being CNC-spun, the tolerances are some of the tightest on the market, ensuring that you receive the same results with each pull of the trigger. Fort Scott Munitions is available throughout privately owned businesses in all 50 states, as well as directly online through fortscottmunitions.com. Use the exclusive promo code BATTLELINE for 15% off your order, only available to listeners of the BATTLELINE podcast. And Chris, as we said earlier on the show, on your tactical courses with BATTLELINE, that's what you're using, Sports Scott Munitions. Yeah, we're luckier than anything to do that and have that out there. And we, we let other students try the ammo and we have it out there. Um, but like I, I know I said prior to, uh, make sure you contact Fort Scott because they're building a range-specific ammo. Uh, Ryan Craft, the, the, the brains behind the operation, is starting to do that. And, and uh, just, just stay on them. Say, Ryan, we need that range ammo because uh, – uh, it, it, if we do that, people are, are still going to get out there and are going to try to be able to shoot it. And they're going to su- find that really they've been missing out on the best ammo out there in the country by far, if not the war. And I'm going to say with, with, with a lot of, uh, with a lot of, uh, validity, um, as a, as a word validness, validness, is that the word? <laughs> validity. I think you're looking validity, for Thank you. With a lot of validity, um, that is probably the best ammo in the world. I'll say it right now. And, yeah. and, and, uh, people get that shot chance to do that, but you know, they are tremendous. And of course they, yeah, they really do give us the best ammo to just train with on a, on whenever we have our courses. And even for me on a daily basis, when I just go to the range and shoot, it's fantastic ammo. That's F-O-R-T-S-C-O-T-T-M-U-N-I-T-I-O-N-S.com. Fort Scott Munitions offer code BATTLELINE for 15% off. Fort Scott Munitions is a proud supporter of Chris Peranto, BATTLELINE Tactical, and the BATTLELINE Podcast. And we also can't forget Thaddea. If you haven't yet worn or heard of the apparel brand Thaddea, then you need to experience the brand. Thaddea is the first apparel brand to literally mean courageous and brave. It's what we seek from ourselves, from the heroic individuals who protect us, to the athlete, and to the everyday individual. 
Thaddea represents the courage and bravery within us all. Thaddea has taken its profound meaning and combined it with enhanced tech apparel to give individuals the unique apparel brand that reflects their own courage and bravery. No longer are the words courage and bravery only used to describe the actions of individuals. Now these words are ingrained within the apparel you wear. Check out Thaddea online at thaddea.com, that's T-H-A-D-D-E-A, Dot com and experience the brand of the courageous and brave and the KTP apparel line, which, of course, that apparel line was dedicated in the name of this guy, former U.S. <laughs> Army Ranger and 2012 Benghazi attack survivor, Chris Tonto Peranto. Uh, I'll start off because I know the three of us now wear Thaddea. They sent me a whole bunch of stuff from sweatpants to shorts to um, and, and they're not really sweatpants. They're like lighter material pants that you could work out in to t-shirts and i have been tremendously happy with everything wearing it on a regular basis uh, i i have i've been wearing it well of course I, I have been with my own brand with the ktp brand but i've been with these guys what two years two years i think now and yeah it's, it's fantastic t-shirts is fantastic and the sweats actually i have the thicker sweats there's a gray and i i they posted a picture uh i think their last one of me on their website where I was wearing the T-shirt, the Tano T-shirt, the gray one, which is fantastic. But also, I was wearing the sweatpants. They're a little heavier, and for Nebraska, they're outstanding. Yeah, I, they are perfect, perfect sweatpants, fantastic. And I, I, Tandy can tell you, I wear them around the house. I wear them to the gym. I wear them when I work out downstairs. I wear them. I wear them when we go get coffee in the morning. And, and, they, and the best thing about them is they're just they're just so dang comfortable. And with the cold winters here on the heavy on the gray, they're a little bit heavier. They actually break all the wind as well. So uh, no, fantastic. And the t-shirts, of course, you, you'll see me wearing them at the gym all the time. And they don't. The the best thing about them is they don't stink. After I've I've been wearing these things, or do they stink, Tanya? Maybe I can just used to my own aroma. Am I stinky in them? After <laughs> I don't think not. So. <laughs> not usually. Not usually. I think you're good to go. But the. Uh, the, the, the shirts, they're, they're form-fitting, but they're not that compression form-fitting, which honestly at the gym, I, unless you're, you're, you know, you're wearing, you're playing your college football or you're out there practicing that compression stuff, I don't want to wear that at the gym. I want something that's form-fitting, but also, you know, also uh, that's a slightly form-fitting, but, you know, it's, it's still loose enough that it lets you breathe. And, and even when it sweats, you know, it's not the full cotton, so it doesn't sag on you either. It still holds its shape. So, uh, yeah, it's great, great stuff. And one of the best things about them, too, is even with the logos on them, and, and we work through this with, with Thaddy as well. The logos on them on the KTP brand, they don't and, – and you can tell me the same thing. If, when you're sweating, they don't chafe your nipples. No, I no. hate that. <laughs> As a guy, when you're working out heavy and the logo's right there, rub it on you the whole time, especially if you're running on the treadmill, which we have to a lot here in Nebraska when it's so cold. And no, they're still comfortable, even when they're soaked in sweat. And I am a heavy, heavy sweater. I'm, oh, I sweat. Oh, yeah. After it's, it's, a thin, a it's a thin material. So, I, yeah. Tanya, you, you were an, an athlete for Thaddea. You could really speak more on you know the women's line and, and the stuff that you wear on a regular basis. Well, what I like the most about the women's t-shirts is it's made to fit a woman. What I hate so much about other t-shirts and other brands out there is it's, it's, uh, it's, it's not cut and made to fit a woman's shape. And with the Thaddea t-shirts, that's my favorite thing about them. Um, along with just kind of the, the inspirational stuff, 
Um, I mean, the big, the biggest surprise is when I stepped into this, obviously it was through Chris, but Scott actually allowed me to give my input and offer some suggestions, which I was blown away by because I still have yet to even meet the man face to face. So for him to say, yeah, throw me some ideas. I want to hear what you're thinking. And what ended up coming out of it was that succeed, achieve, conquer, uh, women's tank. That's what came out of it. And I was blown away that somebody actually listened to my opinion. <laughs> so I love the tanks. I love the t-shirts. My ab- absolutely favorite thing, and Chris will uh, definitely uh, back me up on this, is the KTP black hat. Yeah. It has Tonto on the side and KTP on the front. I wear it all the time. <laughs> yes, Maybe he does. a little bit too often, but it is my favorite. No, it looks good. Actually, my favorite are the tights. I like those. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They make some good tights. She was wearing them today. I was like, those are my favorite tights. And then I did, the, of course, the little the tongue roll that I just did. <laughs> and the little, little, but they're, they're, they're fantastic. And they're great guys. Just yes. like every person that we bring on, every person that, that's part of it. And you're seeing this with Ian. Yeah. Ian, you're seeing this with all the groups that, and the ones that have, that have been part of Battleline or, or Tonto throughout the years before we even started the podcast. I don't, I don't work with people that aren't genuinely good, that have integrity, that have some ethics, that are just nice people that are willing to say, you know what, what do you guys think? And, and they can take constructive criticism and not get all bent out of shape about it. And, and that's where the T-shirts, they really have. The T-shirts and the athletic line has, has, from when we first started, was good, but they've made the improvements, the little things like Tanya said, that where she's recommended or I've recommended stuff, and they've made those little improvements that now it's – no, I, that's, that's all I wear at the gym. I, it's all I wear, and they're shorts too for basketball. Um, they have great basketball shorts. Yes. They're they're right long enough. They're perfect, perfect. Now I just need to get Scott. We need to get into the running shorts, which is the the uh, which is you know, got panties. That in, which we, which, well, we just ha- we we just really ha- for for women there are there are actually shorts they make, but for the men, the actual specific running shorts that we'll start working on, which is has that little liner, and they've got to be cut a little bit higher. But I'm saying, um, are, are they going to be like the Ranger panties? Oh, you're talking about Ranger panties. Yeah. They will be a little bit longer than Ranger panties, but those are going to be pantyish. So you you better <laughs> if you're if if for runners out there, people that actually run daily or competition runners, there's a reason why they're cut up so high. Is because when you're running, especially if you're going miles and you have that long basketball short, they that little just that little bit of weight it starts to wear on you and mind it messes with your mind and and then it starts to rub on you so you have to have it set up right but we're going to get in that we're going to get in that yeah like the ranger panties but a little bit longer in so nice. you won't be having ass cheeks hanging out yeah, you have o- butt cheeks <laughs> the only thing i could uh, add to that is <laughs> i i always wonder when i'm ordering like athletic apparel about size and especially if you're yeah. ordering something online and can't see it I would say, guys, stay pretty true to size. A lot of the yeah. times I'll order sometimes a medium, sometimes a large. I got all medium stuff from uh, from Scott. In At least I got medium in the shirts, large in the shorts. But the medium short shirts fit pretty true to size. So yeah. if yeah. you're a medium, go with a medium. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, don't size up. Um, you know, because a lot of athletic apparel, you got to size up. So stick with whatever you usually wear. And, and, and just tell people your size because you and I are about the same height and same weight. You know, yeah, I should, I should I'm, throw that in there. Yes. I'm, I'm currently, since I've been bulking, Chris, I'm 174. It's the, it's the yeah. biggest I've ever been. I'm, I'm used to being like 160 and I'm 5'10". 
and I'm I'm actually still shrinking. I, I was at one point in my life five ten and a half. I am now five nine and a half, <laughs> but I'm one sixty. I'm one sixty eight, and the mediums are what I wear. And I'm also you're right with the shorts and the sweats. Though I do go up to a large, but uh, Tanya will tell you I've I've got long legs and a short torso. I I wore I wore thirty two thirty four pants. If that tells you anything, yeah. So, he uh, sent me I a large, large. He sent me a large in shorts and pants. And to be honest, I could have gone with a medium. Um. So I would say stay stay pretty true to size. Um, but I've, I'm well, really I'll happy. Up, yeah, I'll speak up for the women's size. Uh, shirts are definitely true to size. But uh, for me, the pants, you need to go down a size, which for us ladies, that's not normal. <laughs> for okay. us to think, oh, this is normally what I wear. But I actually needed to go down a size than I would have normally worn um, when it comes to the, the fatty of pants. Just an FYI. Yeah, that's am, good. I, so keep that in mind for any of the that, ladies yeah, ordering. Definitely, bro. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Ian. I cut you off, man. No, that was it. I was going to say I'm really happy with everything they've sent. And, uh, you know, it's funny. I'll throw this in there. What I like about Fatia, too, is they're not posting uh, retarded Damn. workouts because <laughs> I'll throw this out there about Gymshark. This came across my uh, – th- and, you know, I, I actually like some of Gymshark stuff, but this came across my radar because – Marty Scovlin reposted something Jim Shark posted, and it was this guy doing wall sits with plates, and then a girl with him jumps up on him like a box jump on his legs. I was like, this is a really good way to wind up in the hospital. Yeah, that's just dumb. Okay, I'm going to say, I'm not even going to sugarcoat it and try to talk eloquently or be PC. That's just stupid. <laughs> don't, don't do that. And I don't like Jim Shark stuff for guys. Tanya has some Jim Sharks, Jim Shark stuff for uh, for women. The tights they do look good. No, nah, I'm women. I say I love that. I, I love I love leggings, man. Please she, stop she, making that noise. I know, <laughs> man. They just love it. Have you ever seen chips before? With the new chips with uh, not the old one with Eric Estrada, but the new one. I have not. With the, I have not. Oh, you got it's hilarious. But those that have seen chips knows how. Uh, Ponch, the new Ponch, has a fetish for leggings. It's part of the movie. It's part of the stick. The funny parts of the movie there, it, and that's that's kind of me. That's like all right, and, and no, she looked good. But I said that the the Thaddea leggings are my favorite that she has, and yeah. she's got all of she's got all the other ones. She's got Jim Shark, the Lululemon. They look good too. But yeah, no, Thaddea. Okay, and you, you guys, <laughs> you guys will see us post uh, pictures on Instagram on Chris's and on ours. Um, I, I, when I get a chance to it, I'll definitely post something of me wearing their stuff so you could see. Uh, apparel brands should be more than just performance based, and fortunately, now it can be said, mission accomplished. Thaddea, inspired by the heroic and worn by the courageous and brave, follow Thaddea on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. And visit them online at Thaddea.com. Once again, that's T H A D D E A.com. Now back to uh, ourselves. We kind of interrupted ourselves uh, during this interview. Back to myself, Ian, Chris, and Tanya. So, so like, at what point did this early relationship lead to you guys getting married? Uh, we needed money. We wanted to have money when I went to Ranger School. <laughs> <laughs> is that true okay no 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 no, no, no. <laughs> that's funny i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding but no that we got married right before i went to ranger school that was we have we have yet to have what well, we did kind of in mexico right when i came back from ranger school i had my tab and it was kind of but we didn't really have it we've never had a big 
big ceremony. We never did. We we uh, but we you know we we dated for a long time. When I was at Fort Lewis, she came down, and when I was a second range of bad, and when I reenlisted and went back in, so we dated all when I was getting my master's degree, and she was finishing up. So that was two years in Omaha together, roughly. Uh, during that time frame, she knew there was no secret that I was going back in. I was going to find a way to get back in the military and finish what I started, and she knew that. So, you know, and that was mm-hmm. that was a benefit of of being with a, a woman that is still physically fit as well this is likes to work out even more than me that it helped push me to stay on course when i was working nights or yeah when i was doing a mason tender and i was smoked as how they still get out there and work out or go to the gym or i'd see her going to the gym like oh shit i gotta go work out too because she's she's and she's playing college volleyball it, it's it's pretty demanding on you but um well, we and do Fort- you remember you? <clears throat> do you remember that you tried to break it off with me before you went up there? Yeah, I, I, I did. I did because I didn't want to go through what I had gone before with, which yeah, was, I know. which was the, the first, and then, you know, and the first, the, the, my first marriage, she didn't want anything to do with the military. So I was like, well, I don't. And a lot of guys, I, there are there, there is something to be said that people going in the military, especially if you're going into special operations, it, it's it's easier to be single because you only have to worry about yourself. It really is. If you're going to be married, you really have to work at it. And you do, guys. So if you're going in Ranger Seals, anything, and you're young, um, not saying that you need to break off anything, but just know that if you're if you're going in and, and you have a serious relationship or if you are already married, it takes a lot of work because you're always gone. Always gone. You're, you're, whether even when you're home, and Tanya, I'll tell you this, you're still always gone. You're, you're out in the field all the time. You're going to work at 5 a.m. to go to PT, and then you'll get stuck there. You're like, hey, we're going to do a two-day field exercise. Uh, okay, we wish we would have known that. Well, you don't need to know it because war doesn't war doesn't have a timeline, so yeah. you got to be ready to pop at any minute. And, and so, like, yeah, and sometimes, and this was for the admin of said, we didn't really have cell phones, or did we even have, did I even have a cell phone? I had a pager, so they could page me to come back. That was the pager days. So, you know, I couldn't even call her and say, hey, uh, yeah, I'm going to be out in the field for two days. You know, as far as she knew, I, I was gone. As far as she knew, I, well, where'd my husband go? <laughs> Normally, there was a little uh, train with the wives. But Tanya, and that's what I pride about Tanya, too, is she's not part of the wives. class. She's not a she, – that's not her. I, and I, I don't want – I never wanted a woman to be like that. They're that kind of – which is not nothing bad, but she's different. And, and it was tough. It was tough. And, and then when I went to ranger school, this was my mindset, first of all. I, and no, I loved it. We'd been together, at, what was it, four years at that point? Was it four years? Four or five? Yeah, five just years. about. Well, and also, I mean, you said, you know, you're talking about guys knowing what they're getting into. It's the same, like, I didn't know what the hell I was getting yeah. into with military. Um, I mean, on my dad's side, there, you know, there's some Navy background on my mom's side. I, my grandfather was army. My uncle was army, but you know, from a direct understanding of military life, I came into that pretty blind. So I I was kind of going in blind and didn't know what to expect, but you know, with him trying to break it off with me, I think that just made me more determined (laughs) and a little bit more, a little bit more, um, you know, stand up, tall and pull my shoulders back and, you know, I can handle whatever you got kind of a, you know, attitude. So, you know, the whole process of him going back in and me moving from, from Omaha to, to Washington and driving up there myself was, was definitely a big culture shock for me. 
Um, and Chris was right. I mean, he was gone all the time. I got a full-time job. That kept me busy. But um, y- you definitely need to, uh, I don't want to say have an understanding because you don't. I mean, Chris had been in before, so he, he knew what to expect in that regard, but I didn't. And and, and that's um, it, with, with young guys out ahead. there. I, I with the young guy. I'm sorry, but I, and you you keep going. But I, what I want to jump in because I'll forget because forget to say it. If you are going in, how I could have handled that better was sat, and since I'd already done it before, sat down with her and said, "Hey, this is what to expect." But again, I'm in my twenty somethings. It's me, me, me. You know, I'm not thinking about other people. It's I. I got to focus on this. This is going to be tough. I'm going back in the Ranger Bata- Ranger Battalion. Holy crap! And you know that I, I handled it wrong, but that's that's what we learn. And guys are idiots. Guys that guys that go and we, we're stupid sometimes. Sometimes we're very very selfish. And if I'd have sat down and said this is what to expect, she would have handled. She would have known. But again, who knows? I, I'm glad uh, I, as I could look back down how we are now and what she's saying about how she had to she had to she she had to really strengthen her own self. I I think it. I didn't do it right. I'm not saying I did it right. So don't get mad at me for that. I'm just, I'm glad that we did it that way because I don't think we'd be as strong as we are now. If it had happened, if I had sat down and said, this is what, this is what we need to do. Granted, that's, that would be, that would have been the right thing to do, but looking at that point in time, but now, no, cause now I said she can pretty much handle anything and it helped with all the deployments that I did. She was, you know, by that time and go ahead, you finish up and tell me if I'm wrong. But you know, then I was always deploying all the time and, and always gone all the time. And she had already been through this culture shock of me being gone all the time. So I think she just started and being able to accept it, basically being not knowing, but figuring it out and then just saying, I, I'm strong enough. I can handle being on my own if I need to be that she was able to handle all those times that I was deployed for what, 10 years going off and on, always gone for 10 yeah. years. So, yeah. OK, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, and- I'm sorry. But go ahead. We quit apologizing. Um, I think, you know, I'm going to kind of, after listening to what you said, I'm kind of rewinding too, you know, as far as being prepared and, and things like that. I mean, I was an only child, so I think I'm, I'm a pretty self-sufficient person and, you know, I can, I would like to be able to say that I can handle myself in pretty much any situation. I mean, the military thing was a shock. That was a new world for me. But, um, you know, as far as being able to handle myself and balance things, um, you know, with deployments, when Chris started doing contracting, I mean, it became a joke in the beginning because he literally called me when I was mm, six months pregnant, I think, with (laughs) with our 15 year old. And this is exactly what he said. He led with this. He said, don't divorce me. That sounds like Chris. And and I go, I go, what? I go, what are you talking about? Don't divorce me. And he goes, Well, I'm gonna I'm I'm taking this this security contract job. It's overseas. I'll probably be gone for six months. And I'm I already said yes. (laughs) So at this point, at this point, I have no idea what he's talking about. I don't know what security contracting means is or what is involved. But, you know, leading up to that, I mean, this is later after we'd gotten out of the military the second time after we'd gotten married in a courthouse in Washington state. And all I said was, if that's what you want to do, then okay. Because, you know, I feel like, I don't know, tell me if I'm wrong. 
I feel like I've always been pretty supportive when it comes to, you know, everything that he wanted to do. You know, it was always a task and a goal. This is what I want to do. This is what I want to accomplish. This is where I want to be. And, you know, I was kind of the, the support staff when it comes to that. And, you know, I never said, no, don't do that. No, that's a bad idea. No, I'm going to leave you if you make that decision. Um, it was just kind of a a constant learning curve with this man. <laughs> yeah, no, you're, you're, no, that's, that's right. And that's, that's exactly, exactly right. And, and I think, uh, by doing that now and we're to where we're at the point now where it's now the obstacle. Now it is. And she'll, she'll, she can even tell you cause she travels with me a lot now. I'm glad she comes with me to a lot of these, a lot of these functions where I used to be on my own, which was hard to do on these speaking functions. She'll tell, I'm like, okay, because it's out of my system. I've got it all. It's done. I, I'm glad that's gone. There's guys that live their whole lives and never get all this out of their systems. And and some guys also get out of your systems earlier than me. But that all that that I've needed to do to I don't I and just do whatever goals I had. Now my goal is I just want to be home. I tell her, I said, I just I'm it's all done. We're good. I'm done. I'm good. I just I don't want to, I don't want to do anything anymore. I just, I just want to be home. I, I don't want to go anywhere. I want to be home every day. I want to get up, go to the gym and we can work out. And I want to be with the kids and, and I'm tired of traveling. I just want to be home. And, and I don't think if it, if we would have had our, our, I think if she would have stopped that earlier and said, no, you're not doing it. I, I would still be 50 going, gosh, I still need to accomplish these things in my life where, really the biggest thing now is accomplishing is, is, is being a, being a, being a good husband, uh, being a better husband, always trying to be a better husband and a better father. And that in terms of me just being home, but, and that's for, that's her, that's, that's, she, she did that. She's the one. And that's a good thing. That's not a bad thing. That's I'm giving a compliment in my roundabout way, which she's used to. Cause I, I usually, I can give good compliments sometimes, but there's times, times where I'm trying to scramble and figure out a way to say it. But I, to me, it's like, she, she allowed me to do that. And, and she, and it was, she did allow me, I didn't force it. No, she allowed me to do that stuff. So don't kid yourself guys out there. You think you're in control. You're not the, the woman's in control. Just, <laughs> um, but we're no, sneaky. I, we're sneaky like we're that. Sneaky we have like our ways. It. But now I'm now I'm forty. I'm going to be forty nine next month, and I'm I, I'm good. I, who can? I, that's a, and to me that's that's the most self satisfying feeling in the world. It's like, man, man, I I got to do everything. I'm and I'm 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 only, not even to fifty yet, and I'm I could sit on the porch every day and be fine. Go to the gym, work out, come back, drink my coffee, hang out with my kids all day, go to Chuck E. Cheese in the afternoon with my four-year-old. <laughs> Tana and I go have dinner every once in a while, go see a movie, or just even sit on the couch and and watch watch a watch a movie on Vudu or or watch it on Netflix. And I'm good. And that was a testament to her really biting the bullet for a lot of years, a lot of years. So. Tanya, yeah, did and, you uh, and, and, a whole lot of years? And she still looks good. And she still looks good in Thaddea Tice, which is nice too. But, but uh, no, here, well, and here, all I'm going to say is, finally, like if you hear what Chris is saying, oh, this is all I want to do, and I just want to relax, and I just want to lay back. And in my mind, it's just echoing. Finally, 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 like check that box, check that box. Okay you know, finally family time. Cause I mean, I think Chris has mentioned it before. I mean, when he was doing overseas security contracting, it was a constant adjustment because it's not like a military deployment where, 
you know, it's extended for nine months or, you know, a year or longer, and you barely get to talk to them. On his contracting deployments, he would be gone two to three months usually, and I would get a phone call pretty much every day, um, whether it was a direct phone call or we'd do like a video chat type of a thing. And it, it just was, it's a constant readjustment because if you can imagine, okay, you've got a certain way of doing things when your spouse isn't around, you know, maybe I do the dishes differently. Maybe I clean the house differently and you have it done your way for two or three months. And then all of a sudden Chris comes home and he might have a different way that he likes to do things. So, don't get me wrong. I mean, it's, 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 it's good. The kids are happy. I'm happy. Chris is home. Finally, you know, family time, but it took a few days. <laughs> it took a few days to figure it out and then, okay, it's kind of back to the routine. Yeah. But then again, Chris is still in the, okay, I missed that work. I missed that life. I yeah. missed that adrenaline. Yeah. I, I, I missed, and, I missed that environment. And, so yeah. it's short lived. It really the, was short lived. By the time we readjusted, I was out the door again. Or yeah. it'd be yeah. like time for me to come home, and then I get a call from a buddy. Hey, can you go out and do another trip on this? And I'd be home for two weeks. Like, uh, yeah, and I couldn't say no. I, I couldn't say no because I wanted to do it. It wasn't couldn't say no because I felt guilty. It's just I'll I'll be completely honest. I couldn't say no because like, oh my gosh, you what you you want me to go do that now in this country? Yeah, <laughs> sign me up, and I'm out the door again. Yeah, and, it, you know, well, and then uh, you know I. I had to balance it too because sorry, we keep cutting you off, Ian. You don't no, get to fine. talk today, by the way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it 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 comes to that situation where I I I was angry about a lot of that in the beginning because I didn't understand. You know, I didn't understand the the draw, the uh, you know Chris's perspective of that's what I need. That's yeah. you know I I need that part of my life too. And it would make me bitter. It would make me angry. And I didn't get it. And it took me a long time to, to really figure that out and understand his, uh, his perspective on the situation. And I, I, once I finally figured that out, I could kind of let go of that anger be, okay, that's just what he needs. That's what he needs not right now. It's not that he doesn't need us, that he doesn't need, you know, family, kids, wife. It's not that he doesn't need us, but he needs that also. So it was kind of like sharing. Yeah. <laughs> and I had to learn to, to, to share with that lifestyle. And I had to understand why he needed that, like that drive, like why he needed that part in his life. And it, it was that way for so long, you know, people would, I mean, they ask me now, they're like, well, how did you, how did you deal with that? How did you, you know, how did you get through that? And, you know, my answer has become, that was just our normal. You know, everybody might have their normal way of functioning with, you know, who picks up the kids, who drops up kids, who makes dinner, whatever. But our normal was Chris's deployment, the adjustment and readjustment, and, you know, me functioning on my own, essentially, which I had no problem doing for a long time. And it just, it, it made me a stronger person. It made me a more resilient person. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, <laughs> but I'm definitely a more resilient person. And it allowed me to understand Chris's side of it. 
Yeah. Which in the beginning I didn't. I didn't understand. I resented him for that, which which caused problems, you know, here and there along the line. But it just it just took me a while. I just I had to understand it. And before I could understand it, um, I kind of had to to sit down and sit back and look at it through his eyes a little bit, um, which I can't relate to that kind sure. of work. I can't. Neither can I. Can I. Try to I'm, understand I'm, it. I'm in the same boat yeah, as you yeah, that but, I've never served. You know, but what, okay, Ian, you you can talk now. Oh yeah, no, I mean, I, I and I'm I'm actually glad you you got into all that because it it adds some perspective. But what you're saying about the eagerness to go back into that line of work, what it really reminds me of is something uh, I've heard Jack Murphy talk about when I would do you know the show with him. Is he often would say like I didn't join the military, not even necessarily for love of country, and he's like I definitely didn't join for civilians to say thank you for your service. He's like, I don't give a crap about that. He's like, I, I'm going to be honest. I joined for my own selfish goals. This is what I wanted to do and was determined to be a part of my life. And it sounds like Chris, you have some of that. I mean, obviously you are a guy yeah. with love of country and all that, but I think people put aside that this is just something you wanted to do. And once you got a taste of it, the, you couldn't get enough of it yeah, the, until the this love, past year or so. The, the love of country comes after. And to my opinion, you, you, you love your country, but I didn't sign up would go in the military initially because I, I I'm this and I was patriotic, but I think I, in, in, and but no one said I was patriotic. I wasn't, I, I didn't go where wearing fra- my flag t-shirts. I didn't go around doing any of that. I, I, I joined really was, it was like, I want to see if I can do this. And if you hear what I just said, I wanted to see if I could do this. Yeah. And once you get in, Especially if you go in the, uh, and to me, this is, this is me. I mean, Jack and I are different in a lot of ways and I, I love Jack, but he'll tell you the same thing. Him and I are same in a lot of ways, but completely opposites on other ways as well. Um, I, once I got in and I started to serve and I saw the flag and, and I saw how sometimes it was being desecrated with the jobs I was doing, I did become more patriotic. Oh, definitely. So, uh, um, my patriotism grew after I joined, but initially it is. And, and, and it's actually spot on. And I, and I'd be dang to say every dang person that's gone in two special operations. I'm just going to say the military, but just special operations, yes, it is a lot. There's because there's a shitload of egos, dude. And hell yeah, they, they're doing it for themselves. And even like it's you, we came out and said what the truth was. Well, there were so many people that were offended when we told the truth about Benghazi because, oh my gosh, they're not being secretive. We were out of this secret squirrel world that we live in, and now people are realizing it. That's ego right there. That has nothing to do with. We we gave up no information that was that was uh, that would have endangered people downrange. We didn't give yeah. anything up that was clandestine or covert or or need to know. But that 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 aura, and I think I even said it on another show before when we had a, either Pat Mack or or we had a, a, one of the other guys. I can't remember Del one of the other guys. Yeah, that that was it. And uh, I said it's that it's that aura, that secret aura. Yeah, that, no, I, that, I remember yeah. why because I was talking about how they say don't say Delta Force. Yeah, yeah don't yeah. say Delta. It's, <laughs> it has nothing to do with it's going to endanger anyone. Everybody, you even said everybody already knows. Yeah, it's that aura that goes with it. That oh look, I'm secret squirrel. <laughs> look at this. I my my ops are blacker than your ops are. And that's that's an ego thing. That's funny. So you're you're yeah you're Jack you're spot on and and. Tanya has to do had to do with not just my jackassery, but also I no, of course we all have a little bit of an ego. Of course we do. That's that's why we do what we do. But 
but my patriotism and then after Benghazi, even after that, and I went of to course. Yemen, my patriotism to the country, not to the government. We, I, I have no, they politicians can kiss my ass, every one of them out there. But my, my patriotism became a lot stronger. And actually it's even become stronger now that I've been doing the speaking and, and also because I've, you know, I, I've got that out of my system and I've become stronger with my family. The patriotism is even stronger now. I think it all goes hand in hand, man. I really do. And Antonio is a huge, huge part of me coming out of and figuring that all that out. I couldn't have figured it out on my own. I I, had to have somebody helping me there figure it out. I wanted to ask Tanya something, you know, going back to what you were saying about all these sacrifices you made for Chris, basically, to to live out what he had for his goals. You did I make it sound like that? Well, well no, here's, it's true. It's here's true. how it's I kind of was wondering, because I'll be honest, I've met Tanya once. We've spoken on the phone a few times. I, I don't know you super well yet, but I feel like, uh, you know, you meet someone. Uh, there's certain people you meet and you get to know pretty well. And even just hanging out with you, I feel like I know your character on things. And you definitely don't strike me as someone who just wanted to be like a housewife for a special ops guys. You you had your own goals with volleyball and with personal training did you have to put a lot of that stuff aside in, in supporting Chris? Hmm. I tried not to. I Chris will tell you because we would we would argue about this sometimes. I, I have a really difficult time being what the quote housewife is or what the definition is. You know, when somebody comes up to you as a woman and says, So do you work outside the home? It really it bugs the shit out of me, actually, because it almost feels like, well, they're looking at me like, well, what else are you doing to contribute? So I don't know. I mean, Chris and I have known each other for a long time. We're married for a long time, been back together for, you know, a while now. And I have always found something to, um, I don't, I don't want to say keep me busy, but I, I was a full-time manager for a Gold's Gym for a while. Like, that was my gig. I became a personal trainer. I got a massage therapy license. I worked part-time at a different gym. It, I, I needed something else to kind of satisfy my need um, for, con- for contribution. Um, not that somebody that is at home and takes care of the kids and, you know, takes care of the household isn't contributing because they are. It is the one of the hardest things to do (laughs) and keep your sanity. But I needed, I needed other stuff to keep me busy. Um, Whether it's coaching, coaching is a hundred percent my passion. And I found uh, a niche that I can make my own schedule essentially, which anything, any job that I've had is usually flexible enough that I can work it into the schedule. And Chris wouldn't like it. Sometimes he would get pissed because she would come home from from being overseas, and I had to go to work. And she it would and, drive yeah. him nuts. It, it would. It would cause it arguments. Would. Yeah. No. It, it would. It, it would. It would because uh, it would because I'd be back for you know between deployments. I was only home for a couple months, and then if I decided to take another deployment after on a separate contract after maybe I didn't come home for another two weeks and I was really only home for maybe 30 days. And during that 30 day time, she's gone every weekend. I'm like, Oh shit, I just got home. Well, you, and to me it was 
well, you must not give a shit then. Fine. You don't care. You, if you're always gone, I'm only home for 30 days. Who knows if I'm coming back when I get on that plane? And that, that's one of the hardest things when you're leaving. Every time when you leave, you, you, you never know if you're going to come back. And that's not, that's not romanticizing it. That's not putting a extra spin on it. That's the truth. That's why guys have a hard time. There's guys that continue to do this job that really have a hard time, hard time uh, mentally when they get back because you just never know. But I was always angry at that because I was, wait a second. Why are you leaving? I, I'm just I'm only home for a short period of time. Then after I sat down and thought about it, after I got a little bit older and a little bit wiser, I was like, wait a second. Okay, she's giving this up for me. She needs this in her life because if she doesn't have it, then we're just it's gonna be miserable at home. And wait a second, I could have come home 30 days earlier, but I had to stay out. I stayed out longer to 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 go ahead and, and get something else out of my system that I needed to. So it was. It was a give and take for. It was give and take. It was. It was, and it was me having to understand. But it, I, I did. It. She understood it a lot quicker than I did. I would just be pissed. And it was to me. Yeah. It was. You just don't care. Why? Why? You don't care if I'm. If I, you're going out working. Uh, I, what? What? Why are you doing that? You don't need to. We have plenty of money. But I, I did again as a guy. Way that's guys' way of thinking. And then you heard mm-hmm. how women think with Tanya. And I'm. I don't want to stereotype the two. But what I'm saying is. Women are really, and Tanya, Tanya's type of woman, she's going to, yeah, she, she's going to be able to accept and understand more where a guy's just going to be like, screw you, You're, you don't love me. And that's stupid. That was, But that's how I was for a lot of years. And, and yeah, I, that's I, the I, truth. I had to figure, I had to figure, I had to figure and, that out. Yeah, we've had to figure out a lot of stuff between well, both you, of us. You but, figured I mean, out, kind of back I, to your question. Back to your question, Ian, I mean, as far as sacrifice, I mean, I, I will readily admit that I, I quit a couple jobs that I shouldn't have, you know, in retrospect, like I did it because of Chris or for Chris. And I, I will say that, you know, I, I have a regret in that, you know, in that realm that I should have, you know, maybe stood my ground a little bit more, but, you know, again, back to the give and take and, you know, keeping keeping the household stable <laughs> so to speak but um i did I, I always needed to have something extra and what chris had a hard time understanding is that in having that something extra whether it was coaching or personal training or or whatever it made me a better person like i was a happier individual when i was doing it and like Chris said, you know, he looked at it from, oh, well, you just don't give a shit. You know, I'm only home and you're supposed to be home when I'm home, you know, during this time frame. So it is, it, it was some sacrifice. Um, I think, you know, Chris, like he said, is finally, you know, listened a little bit and learned a little bit and, and understands a little bit. You know, <laughs> I, li- like, I, fi- I, I, listen, I listened. I, I finally listened. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that's the joke, too, is that Chris listens, but he doesn't hear. Like, they're that's two all completely men. different all, things. All men do that. Can, us all men true. are stupid. They, like they, <laughs> they listen, but they don't hear you. So, yeah, I mean, I was a, I was a Division One college coach for a few years. It's probably, you know, my dream job, so to speak. And, you know, things changed a little bit with that, and I ended up um, – I ended up leaving that job, but I will say one of the main reasons that I did leave that job is because I found out I was expecting our third child, our youngest that we have now. So 
I can't, I can't say that that was all your fault, Chris. Yeah. That, and, and <laughs> well, I, I guess it was. I guess it was though. If you it was my fault. Well, I, I hope fault. it. I hope it was my fault. Unless I don't know something. Do we need to get a blood test. What's going on here? I <laughs> cannot believe that you just said that. <laughs> I told door, you. The door's locked. I, I told you, Ian. Locked. I'm not going to make it in the house. I. Did we. <laughs> By the way, I think that's the 60 second clip going up on Instagram right there. That's, <laughs> that's a good it right one. there. <laughs> you know, but if all this hadn't happened, because Tanya and I now with the company and and Ian's, you're part of it with Battleline Podcasts. We do this together. In fact, I always do it like Tanya. What do you think? Here, you, I, I have all the faith in the world. Tanya, you talk to me. You take care of it. I don't even want to talk to these people. You handle that. That's why even even you, you yeah, know, you didn't, you didn't give me an okay until you, you talked to Tanya, and, and then I, I met, met you guys in Atlantic City. I mean, I've met Chris plenty of times, of course, over the years, but that was my first time meeting Tanya, and and. I could say, like, right away, you know, when you meet someone who's solid and has integrity, as we always talk about. And I, I think right away we were able to see, like, all right, we're on the same page with this. Yeah, no, and we, we are. And with and with, with me and Tanya, you know, with her, she, you know, that's, that's, how, that's how I always envisioned the company with KPI. And the, when I got out of it, we had to start doing this public speaking, is that I wanted I wanted someone that was not only just a business partner with me, but also you know, that, that I love, that I trust. And I can say, and she is, she goes, do you want to talk about this on the weekend? I'm like, I don't want to do this. Can you just handle it? And I have all the faith in the world that she can handle it. it what drives me nuts sometimes is she'll come back and she'll ask me, what do you think about this? I'm like, you got this. I don't, I don't even want to know about it. You got it. And and now we're finally getting that down. She just wants, she, you know, sometimes she just wants my opinion on something where, I, you know, and, and you've been around me long enough too to know that sometimes I just don't want to give my opinion on anything. And I trust you guys to do it, but I also <laughs> trust Tanya, Tanya to do it. Like, yeah, run it in the foundation. The, the funniest, I'll, I'll put something, uh, I'll, I'll throw something out there that reminds me of that. You, you and I were going back and forth about what we should put on social media and what we shouldn't. And I remember I said to Chris, I was like, just think about this man if it's something that you wouldn't personally be into watching don't put it up and you were like but i'm not into watching anything with me <laughs> i'm like that's not a good answer bro come on i, I don't even know but that's that's but that's why i love and this is why things just worked out perfectly even though we may have not have seen it over the years where we thought this was messing up this was messing up we now know at least i i believe i'm not going to put words in tanya's mouth because i know that's a mistake and i i don't do that i've learned that so i do listen every once in a while but i i would say that if we hadn't gone through all these things together we wouldn't be here not just as husband and wife and 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 uh, you know a mother and a father to our children but we wouldn't be able to work together where i can just i i can i can just say you got the, i i don't want to do it you you know what you're doing take care of it all and and I, I, she 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 is still driven and she still wants and, and she is she's basically runs everything that every facet of what's going on with 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 our company with the kpi and i had to convince that to her i said this is our company not me at mine this is our stuff battle line battle line podcast kpi merchandise all this this is ours and people are also starting to realize that too this kepler speakers bureau you ben morgan who helps me run battle line tactical they will call me one time and they know if I don't answer, they're calling Tanya, or they just start like just going right to Tanya now. It's not, not even bothering me at all when they want answers, which is awesome. And because she's smarter than me, she knows what she's doing. She has a business degree. She she she's run businesses before, and she still she she has that drive still to to succeed. Where I I I'm at that point in my life where I still have that drive, but 
eh, I'm okay sitting on the on the on the front of the porch too in a rocking chair. <laughs> so <laughs> you are not I, that I, old, bro. <laughs> I know, I, but I'm at that point where like, and and it's wonderful for me. And this is wonderful that I have I have someone in my life like her that I can I can I can trust. And she's like I said she's smarter than me, so she knows what she's doing more than I do. That can make the decision and 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 really not only just run the household, put up with my shit. But she also can run a company too. That's three things that she does right now in life, and she still works out even harder than I do because she's. I still. I got to do it again because she still looks good in leggings. Just um, tremendous. <laughs> she still looks great. So she's beautiful. <laughs> she's beautiful. She's sexy, and she has and she does everything as far as the company goes, and and, and it's awesome. I, I mean, I, I am. I'm. She put up with all my shit for so many years. And and really now that we're at a point where man I I know I I got lucky I got very very lucky um, most women would not have put up with me for that long and 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 she did and she and she's even you know she's more beautiful now than the when I met her in spring break uh, when I had no shirt on and she fell in love with my with my with my huge pecs she did <laughs> okay i had to throw that in there cuz i still think that's hilarious i still remember that to this day that was a wonderful night that was one of that was a great night that was a turning point too and it wouldn't have happened if that dang that dang beer girl or whatever she was hadn't spilled all that liquor all over me and i had to take my shirt off so <laughs> I'm just waiting to see if Tanya is. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll unlock the door now. You can come back in. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to find a way out of this. I'm trying to end this, and I feel like I'm hanging myself. It's like Ian, say something. I'll, dude. I'll tell you this, I'm man. I'm killing myself. I'll, I'll tell you something. this. Tanya even even got me through like a minor panic attack the other day with uh, the personal training stuff because I I was worried. Oh, yeah, talk that, about talk about. Yeah, that, yeah. Like, yeah. So I, I have I have a female client who's who's actually like super strong. Uh, I had her deadlifting with a trap bar, and I originally put 25s on each side. So, you know, that's the 45 plus the two 25s. And then I went up to 45 plates on each side, which was 135. Because she, she did these with no issue at all. And then I started – Here's th- this is why I think you and I are the same, Chris, because everything went perfectly fine. But I start to freak myself out. So I started Googling – you know, what is considered a strong women's deadlift? And I realized that for someone who's pretty new to this, I went up pretty damn fast. Yeah. And Tanya was like, yeah, you did. Here's the thing. So I, I ended up checking up on her and she was fine. And actually, I haven't even told Tanya. I saw her on Monday and she was she was great. She, it, she just happens to be really strong. And I went with my gut instinct. But I can sometimes make myself worry. That's that's how I am. And, uh, do you know, Tanya was honest with me. She's like, you know, you went up a little bit too fast. I wouldn't have done that. I would have, I would have done more uh, lightweight, high rep, and which is what I've been doing more of. But uh, luckily, things worked out for the best. But I do freak out sometimes over things. And you helped me out, genuinely. Oh. I, I wasn't expecting that conversation to occur either. And it just kind of ended up that way. And, you know, I did personal training for a lot of years and I just kind of sort of 
sidestepped it for a while and um it was kind of nice to have a conversation about training again so yeah when you said that you're like yeah i put you know 45s on each side and my reaction was like whoa yeah <laughs> which i appreciate because you I just, being I honest did. i thought it was it was a big jump especially if she's a beginner and i'm like yeah. you know it just takes one bad rep with bad form and you know but you were i think you were you were second guessing yourself probably yes. more than you needed to so yeah because i would i would have her do it again actually but I would probably do it a little slower, as you said. But her form was great and everything. And, and you know, she just happens to be super strong. It is what it is because there's other people I would obviously never do that with. But I always appreciate right. it. And I can well, it's tell. Always about, it's, yeah, it's always about the individual client. And, I mean, you knew her. You, you had been working with her. And I'm just, you know, an outside opinion based on the weight that was put on there. So, But I could, I could tell you're someone who's going to be honest with me. There's other people who would just say, oh, yeah, that's great. You were honest with me at the same time. You calmed me down a bit. But you were like, whoa, that's a big jump. And I, <laughs> and I appreciated you telling me that. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, it really helped me out. You know what I wanted to ask you about? I, I want to make sure we get to this because I think I asked yeah. you about this in New York City. I even now running Battleline podcast and doing the social media, even I get messages that are intended for Chris that are literally like a picture of Chris being goofy with his shirt off. Like Chris doesn't post you know, he's not like Dale Comstock, who's got like his whole ass out on Facebook <laughs> while I'm scrolling through my feed, you know, and, 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 you know, no disrespect to Dale. The guy's in amazing shape for someone his age, but like, it's always goofy stuff. It's never meant to be like overtly sexual, but I get messages with these pictures. They're like, oh my God, you're so sexy. They think it's me run, you know, it's him running <laughs> and I don't even respond to any of this. And I know that you are aware of like, there's a female following for Chris. And I asked you like. Did do you worry about this? Does it bother you? And I mean, you're you. It, it seems like it does it basically. Not now. <laughs> <laughs> not that. Not now that I have access to everything and every password to every social. Well, yeah, no, not now. I mean, I get. I come across some interesting stuff. I'm not going to lie. And Chris doesn't know about some of the interesting stuff. And I don't, I don't want it. I don't want it. I think it's ridiculous. No, I, I, I know you know. don't. I don't want to know. I've gotten emails from you know, women I've that had... tell me like their life story and they're like, we should meet up and uh, you know, and it's to me, they don't even realize that it's, you know, Chris isn't looking at this. Yeah, they're there. And then there's some crazy people out there that just, they do, they tell you their life story and all their problems and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, I mean, you want to feel sorry for the situation, but you're just like, how do I even respond? Like, how do I even reply to this? Well, that, that was, <laughs> so yeah, that, there, there's some interesting stuff out there. That was, that was part of the, and that's why at Tanya, I, 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 I wanted to run everything. I wanted it because it, a lot of it was, it, you didn't even know if the problems were real or not. It was, it was, and, and I, you know, I wear my ring too. I was like, are you kidding me? I, you see me wearing this ring. I know there's a lot of men out there that, that don't respect this thing. And believe me, I, I've been through that guys. I understand. I don't understand it. I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I will admonish you for it. I don't think that, is that the bad word? Is admonish a good one or the bad one? Somebody, th I need a thesaurus again. I need somebody to look at my dictionary. I think you used it correctly. Okay, all right. Hopefully, I know you're the smart one here. Uh, uh, <laughs> but yeah, you know, I. But again, it's it's it was, and that was one of the reasons when when Tanya and I did reconcile because we had our chance for time where we were we were apart when we reconciled. It was it was uh, here. I need you take all this. I I don't want nothing to do with this. And it, it, it was and we see Tanya's beautiful. She and again. I, 
got women out there. You, you got no shot. I, I love y'all. I, I do the supportive ones, but the ones that are looking to for that. No, you, you have no shot. Tanya's I, 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 you know, I keep doing the leggings thing. Well, you should see her top too. I mean, that's even, man, that's even more. And so, so, um, Stop. so, but with her, what is so strong is that she was able to take it. The Instagram I'll post stuff on Instagram, but I don't have Instagram on my phone. Tanya does. Tanya has it on her phone. She's the one mounted turn the Instagram. Instagram can be Instagram is the devil's. That's 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 like Tinder, but disguised. <laughs> Instagram it is, is true, like a yeah. t- disguised Tinder. Um, and no, but she she handles it like a champ, and and she does. And she's very. If you haven't noticed, she is very very self confident. And yeah, she she's she's very beautiful. Uh, she's one of the models for 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 Thaddea. And and because don't call she, me a model. I'm not a she, model. She, she's one of the one of the <laughs> spokespeople for mo- and you know what it's natural. She doesn't have to, when we go out. No, she doesn't have to put a ton of makeup. She doesn't need all that. She it's not and she she doesn't she doesn't need it. And she's she's and she's still after and you know and for, don't forget you know she's had three kids and she looks better than she looks better than most twenty year olds out there. And and the but besides the look, she's confident enough that she can handle that. And that to me that's that is that's attractive that's sexy when you know she can handle all that and she doesn't get all bent out of shape and and it is but she was a i didn't know it's taken me a while that's that 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 part has taken me a while i mean when it comes to the the attention that that you garnered when you know the movie and the books and it 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 thrust chris into this spotlight of you know and, you know, I don't mean this in a negative way because it's true, but, you know, oh, the quote, American hero, Chris Pirano. I hate and that. it's just like yeah, people, not. people were falling all over themselves. And, you know, I'm lo- looking at the situation going, you know, it's, it's Chris. It's, you know, it's yeah, just, she's, it's she's looking Chris. at it going, man, have you smelled the bathroom when he walked out of there? This is, exactly. That's, that's, 100%, that's an American exactly. hero. That, that dude, that dude's poop is worse than anybody's poop. It just smells like she smells awful. Like American hero, my ass. Can you light a candle? I mean, I mean that's it. Stop, stop talking about the bathroom. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, sorry. Go ahead. No, but I mean, it was, it was, and still is sometimes just hard to take. Um, when it comes to the attention, I mean, most, for the most part, it's super positive and super supportive. And, you know, over the last year or so that, you know, things have changed in, in our lives. And I mean, heck, Chris deleted all of his social media when, yeah. you know, he kind of knows that <laughs> lost his mind and he'll, I mean, yeah, you know, um, he still, he still hates you about Twitter. So <laughs> I, I know, I, I know, but it needed to be done. No, that needed a, a complete nuke to, no, it did. to get, to get all, to get all the, all the, all the bad ones, all the, and there are the, the, get them out of there. And the ones that were really true, the supporters that were actually supporting me and not looking for something, they would come back. Yeah. I always knew that, but, and, but the ones that were really feeding this, this negativity in me and was making my life. I mean, it really was. It was. I was going down a slippery slope, and I talked to other veterans about mm-hmm. this as well. This is, guys, you, you got to be careful. You, when you're putting your stuff out there, you're going to attract people that they think you. You think that they have your back, but they don't. They they just want to get their claws in, get as much as they can out of you, and then leave. And and you're and you're basically. And I was. It was sucking life out of me, and it was destroying my mm-hmm. and Tanya's, my family's relationship. And 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 um. 
and it, but that's that's nobody's it fault did. with my own. It it did destroy it, but I had to. It but, destroyed it. But getting it, but it it allowed, and I I always look back like when I was a I look back and I I, I use this analogy or this comparison when I was six and I lit uh, I lit and I burned about a hundred acres of land, <laughs> trying to light cattails on fire when when I and so yeah I, I was an arsonist as well when I was six years old, <laughs> um, but I remember. After all that burnt, and we lived in Alamosa, Colorado, burned all, and it didn't burn, you know, burn just, just, just scrub brush out. There's tons. When the burning, when it was done, everything that grew back was green. And that's how I looked at the nuke. I actually made that comparison in my head when I, when I shut down all the social media, it was, it was burning it all down so it could start to grow again and it could grow the right way in a good direction. And that's what I looked at. And so that's why, and that was the right way to do it was when reckons, first of all, Tanya and I working things out, but second of all was here. The right way for this to happen is you have control of it. You can see it all. You know what's coming in. There's nothing that you need to worry about. You don't, you don't hear. You have everything and 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 to show that that uh, that yeah, you can trust me again. Here's it all. Yeah. And it worked it worked, but it does take a special woman to be able to do that because yeah, you're seeing some of the some like you see in, you know you you've seen it, some of the stuff that comes in that is some, I mean, honestly, I, I'd be I'm like, what the hell? Are, what did you just say? Yeah, I, I, but I get, I'm, I'm used to it because I have a, I have a beautiful wife that even when the, the Thaddea pictures posted up, what was the one guy said? I'd hit that. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, you, I, hey, th-, and to me, I'm like, wow, thank, yeah, I'm, I'm hit, I'm actually hitting that. But yeah, you got no shot. <laughs> but, but yeah, Fred. but that's awesome. That, what, oh, was it, do we need to edit that out again? <laughs> yeah. So did I go too no, far? For too crying far? out loud. <laughs> You know, you, you know what's, what you guys are saying actually reminds me of, I remember, um, Chris, I know you're more of a football guy than a basketball yeah, yeah. guy. We talked about yeah. this when college, uh, college basketball, not, not the pros anymore, but not back in the day, Ben, I have a Larry Bird rookie card when I was collecting nice. cards. I love Dr. J, Larry Bird, Moses Malone, but then it just got stupid when, when, yeah, but, but yeah, go ahead, brother. No, ahead. uh, we, we, yeah, we talked when we talked about the Kobe episode, but what I was going to say was, um, Jeremy Lin, do you remember Lin Sanity? I mean, because you weren't here in New York when he was like on fire. I don't. Oh, Jeremy, wait, wait. Jeremy Lin was the Knicks. Yeah, he was on the the Knicks. Knicks, Yeah, yeah. And then he went to the Rockets. So there was a period there was Lin Lin Sanity, they called it, where people were buying Jeremy Lin jerseys. He was like the superstar in New York. It was short lived, but it was a pretty cool thing to see. I remember Duff McKagan, the bassist from Guns N' Roses, who also writes for ESPN, he wrote this article talking about when Appetite for Destruction came out. And he said, like, I started to believe, you know, the hype. Of, you believe your own hype. Yep, yeah, exactly. he was, he was saying, like, hype. all yep. these girls suddenly wanted to, you know, have sex with me and, and girls who wouldn't look at me twice. And he's like, man, did I did I get hotter? What what, what happened? <laughs> and he's like, I real it took a while to realize, but that these people were all just there to try to gain something off of me. And. He talked about, he was like, I hope Jeremy Lin has someone in his life who could bring him back to reality. And he seems like a guy with a good head on his shoulders. And I just wanted to let him know, like, I went through that period where Appetite for Destruction was the biggest thing. And I realized, like, I I haven't changed. I'm still the same guy. But, you know, to these people, I'm suddenly a superstar. So it's just what you're saying reminds me of that. Um, No, and you're you're spot on, brother. Aside from, you know, I don't want to even compare myself to to, to – Guns and Roses are Duff, and I know I, I didn't know we were for ESPN. That's cool as hell. Yeah. I, I think that's the coolest thing in the world. But um, you know, that's even to that that extreme. Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. I don't know. But but that is spot on. And I was I I believed my own hype. 
and I didn't have that person that was there keeping me grounded, which Tanya always was. Tanya is my base. If, and if you read the Patriots Creed, I talk about that. I talk about there's a whole chapter where I say my base every time. And I didn't even realize it. Every time I came back from an op that maybe was a little hairy, the first person I called was Tanya. It wasn't my buddies. I didn't go to the, the I didn't go in the Talabar or Putties or any place like that, which is some of the bars we had downrange uh, at some of the bases. I didn't go in. We didn't talk about it. I didn't say, "Oh man, that was the coolest thing ever." Even after being out, it wasn't. It was. I called her. I'm like, "That's what I'm missing. That is why I am so screwed up." <laughs> I believe, started to believe my own hype after the movie and the books and stuff, and I started to play myself, and I ended up getting played, and I need that person back in my life to get myself to get to get myself straight and also to for us to be a family again and 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 i said luckily she was luckily she i don't know if she waited on me but i guess i would say, i don't know i just she was still there and she was willing to willing to to, to take it all back and and no it was, it was awesome but yeah are you guys out there at the gallagher's all these guys are getting their sight i'm just telling you man be careful. Be careful. Be careful that social media. If you have a wife, let her run it. Don't get on that. You, you, you military guys, we aren't built for that kind of stuff. We aren't built for the public figure life. That's we shouldn't even be in it. My fault. I, I'm part of that. That people part of that little genre that pushed or that group that pushed guys into there. So I take responsibility for that. But if, you, but that being said, do you be ready for it? It has something to do with your own personality type, though. Like, I don't know if you got a chance to listen to the last episode, but like yeah. Fr- Frankie, yeah, Frankie Palmieri from Amur was saying that he's awesome. Re- Thank you, man. No, he and and he was great. But what he was saying that I think it, you could relate to, and which is why I wished you were there for that episode, was he, he was saying when he kind of became a, a public figure because he has the same thing as you, and he's gotten a bunch of criticism sure. for things he said. He was like fame and being a public figure. He said it doesn't work unless you're someone who doesn't go out there and express your opinions on things. He's like that. Then it he's like the biggest name celebrities. You don't see them do long form interviews. You don't see them say anything controversial. And he's like, that's really the best way to be in that spotlight. And I, and yeah. I think we both kind of learned that. So it, it is, but you have to do it initially. I mean, really it, the, all the ones that did get in that spotlight, they did it at some point. It's almost like you have to, it's, you have to go crush yourself for a second and then jump out of it. The, the smart ones get out of it. Yeah, they get in there and then they but the smart ones also. And if you look, the majority of them also have a Tanya in their life, too, that says, OK, OK, idiot. All right. <laughs> you get, get out of this. You don't need to be there anymore. Or we can go to them and say, well, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, darling. Do, go though, ahead. I'm a, yeah, I'm going to totally interrupt you. I had to let you be an idiot. Like, no, I, I had no, to that's true. Back yeah. And let you be an idiot. And I mean, the ironic part about it, looking back, is that I still was like you know, the support person in the background, <laughs> because it's not like I disappeared. I was still around. I just had to step back and watch you make mistakes and just continue to function and, you know, handle the kids and, you know, be that, be that Tanya until you kind of got a slap in the face, literally, I think. So, but I you, did. But, I just, I kind of had to, I had to sit back and watch. It was kind of like watching a train wreck sometimes. And it was, <laughs> it was hard. It was hard to watch a train. It was, you know, it was, it was like watching a damn train wreck because I was still in his life. I'm still involved, well, not at the same level, 
but still involved. So, I mean, we had three kids together. I, I, how could I not be? Yeah. And, and so yeah, we, and we had our little, our little guy, you know, he was, yeah, he was, he was definitely cause he was little one, two and three year, you know, those three years he was one, two and three. And so, yeah, I, I would, you know, and, and I, you know, I, we, we you know, I, I really think that little guy, little guy, and I, I don't want to say his name. You can look at, I, we are, we're pretty protective. You'll never really see, you see the back of our kids, but you'll never see their faces. It just, I'm Which very protective. Good. Yeah. Uh, um, but, um, and Tanya's even more so, but I, I, I think he was brought into our lives because really that little guy kept, if he wasn't there, I, I don't think we would have saw each other as much because our kids, our, our bigger kids were getting older. So it just, that just happens. And he came in and he really, he really, that little boy, man, my little guy, he, he really, he, he helped keep some of the glue. Tanya was a glue, but our little guy was a glue as well. Cause he, he it made me have to, even when I didn't want to, I, I got, even when I didn't want to be around Tanya at that, I was like, I got to go see my little guy. I got to go see my little guy. And then I get to be around Tanya and be like, God dang, I, I'm, I'm an idiot. And then I'd be stupid and go wreck a train again. And then I come back. So it was, nah, Tanya's awesome. I, I and that Tanya's amazing. And again, as she's, She's, she's a woman. Yeah. We're going to be 80 and sitting on her porch together and just, just rocking on the rocking chairs. Well, she'll probably be riding her Peloton bike. Still, still looking good in her leggings and her, and her, and her, and her, and her Thaddeus shirt, her, her Tantra KT. Her, actually her fa- my favorite one is the blue one. She has a, the courageous and brave one, courage and bravery one. Oh man. That, I mean, they, that sits just, yeah, looks, looks good. It's amazing. I, I love it. Enough. You know, no wrapping, wrapping things up here. The, I guess the, the last thing we'll get to, which is how we've been kind of wrapping up every show, which is something and Chris decided on doing and I've been loving is just any words of inspiration for people out there, whether it's military wives or uh, even someone looking to do something in athletics. Gosh, inspiration. Well, I, I think most of what we've been talking about is, is, is relationship and balance. And so I, I guess I would speak to that in regard to relationships and, and goals and things like that is it, it, it's about balance. Um, if there's somebody in your life, it's about understanding. I think Chris and I had to learn a lot about ourselves before we could really understand what the other one's perspective was. So um, I always want to put myself in somebody else's shoes and try to see situations through their eyes. Um, to help me understand situations as well. But uh, I mean, Chris and I have kind of seen it all and been through it all. And uh, if, if we can, you know, as Chris called it, you know, his life was like a roller coaster. If I can hang on to that roller coaster <laughs> long enough <laughs> and, you know, still be true to myself and, and, you know, what my goals are and what I want to see at the end of the day in terms of a relationship and a family and, you know, a, a career, um, then, you know, anybody can make it, anybody can get through it, you know, the whole never quit attitude. Um, you know, I, I didn't never adhere to the never quit. It wasn't, you know, the tagline, but, you know, I guess it kind of encompasses a little bit of, of everything when it comes to, um, people's goals in life and, and overcoming adversity, because we all see it and we've all been through it. You know, some is worse than others, but, um, if you can just stand tall and have strength and, be proud of what you've accomplished so far. It's kind of like, okay, well what's next? Yeah. So 
No, that's, that's so kind of the way I look at it. So well said. This has been a great show. And, and just wrapping things up here, uh, once again, got to mention Fort Scott Munitions is a manufacturer of multi-federal patented solid copper and brass CNC spun ammunition that is designed to tumble upon impact in soft tissue, leaving devastating wound channels for faster bleed out and quicker incapacitation. This ammunition was originally developed to innovate and improve on the standard of military grade ammunition design. It was found that not only did the TUI ammunition outperform competitors in the self-defense industry, but it quickly became apparent that it would be a top contender for hunters alike. With the ammunition being CNC spun, the tolerances are some of the tightest on the market, ensuring that you receive the same results with each pull of the trigger. Fort Scott Munitions is available throughout privately owned businesses in all 50 states, as well as directly online through fortscottmunitions.com, F-O-R-T-S-C-O-T-T-M-U-N-I-T-I-O-N-S.com. Use exclusive promo code BATTLELINE for 15% off your order, only available to listeners of the BATTLELINE podcast. Fort Scott Munitions is a proud supporter of Chris Peranto, BATTLELINE Tactical, and the BATTLELINE podcast. And I also have to throw this out there. Hero Soap Company, so they sponsored one show with us. But I was talking to Lucas on the phone, and I promised Lucas that we would throw him another read because, personally, I love what they're doing. And I've already made an order for more soap. I've this, like I can't go back now. I Dude. ran out of the cool and uh, the the cooling and peppermint soap, and all I left was my Dove soap. And I'm like, this is terrible. I need to get more Hero yeah. soap. So I I bought like a whole bunch of them because I want to check out the others. But it's going to be hard to top that one. But I think I got the charcoal. I did the tea tree one. Um, and I just want to check them all out. So Hero Soap Company has no chemicals, dyes, or fragrances, no parabens that are found in common soaps that are linked to breast cancer and to reproductive complications in men. Very important. Veteran-owned. Lucas is a veteran himself focused on veteran charities to help build housing for veterans in need. And for all subscription purchases, they match the amount of soap and send it overseas to a deployed location. Subscription shipped straight to your door every month, so no worry of running out. Dudes always run out of their products before buying new or more, so no contract. You can cancel at any time. Let freedom clean. And I have to throw this out there. Um, The last episode we talked about them I was saying how the peppermint and cool soap is really uh, for the guys only. And some people may have misinterpreted that and thought all the soap is for guys only. Everything else on there, you're good. Um, you know, that's just the one soap because of the, um, I'm sure, what, what, what am I looking for again that's in there? The, Chris? The, 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 well, it's the, it's the, pep, the peppermint, the cooling, whatever it is that makes yes. the cooling. It's, it's, if, if you have, yeah, it, it can get a little spicy in areas. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Yeah, um, yeah. The menthol, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. The, the menthol. The menthol yeah, so yeah. that's the only one, but all the others are for everyone else. And since I was on the site yesterday reordering, I remember like Audacious Andy bought some soap, but wanted to buy the body scrub on there, which they were all out of. As of yesterday, I saw it on there. So if you're looking to buy the body scrub, that's on there too. Um, so just use Battleline at checkout to save 15% off. And then you can combine that with the 10% off for the subscription for best savings. So this is the convenience of having your soaps delivered straight to your door. Prior to this company, Lucas would always run out of soap completely before getting more. And he thinks a lot of men are in that same predicament. So HeroSoapCompany.com. Use the offer code BATTLELINE for 15% off. And, um, 
yeah, I love what they're doing. And once again, for guys deployed, if you order that subscription, they're going to get that matched. And you know better than I do, Chris, that that's a huge convenience. That, that is. No, it, it, having stuff downrange, it's just so difficult sometimes, especially if you're in outer bases, to get to get just toiletries. And if you're downrange for extended periods of time, you, it, you're going to run out. Um, and also, you know, all they have is just they have your basic stuff downrange, your Dove. Yeah, your Dove, your Irish Spring. Your, and yeah, this, it, this it is. This soap, it, I, I really it's, can't state it enough. Like, it is levels above. This is an it experience, is. It is. and I really mean it. it. I. I am using it every single day, and I can't go back now. I I'm same way. I love that. It, it's fantastic, and it I, it wakes you up. You feel good. You do feel definitely better. You feel you feel more alive. Everything just it, it is. You, you just that cooling sensation, that feeling of of basically having a York peppermint patty rubbed <laughs> all over your body is <laughs> it is amazing, especially down in the nether region right there. <laughs> And, it, it, and it's it, cooling, but it doesn't dry you out. I've had a lot of soaps no. where I get out of there and like my skin is all dry. I've actually yeah. been less dry. I've because uh, uh. I've had these issues before. I, I mentioned it on the podcast where, uh, especially in this cold wet weather, my knuckles will crack and then start to bleed. I noticed I have less of that since I've been using this soap. It just I I've never I never thought I'd be this into a soap. But I am. I, re- I truly am. I'm not just saying it because they're a part of the. I mean, hey, they're they're not even sponsoring this particular episode. I just wanted to shout them out, and they still are accepting the uh, the coupon code for Battleline. I genuinely love what they're doing. Yeah, uh, they, they're doing a good job, and their hearts in the right place. But the product, and it's anything else, product. The the little stuff in the beginning is going to get you in and, and have you try it. But the the how well the product is made is going to keep you coming back same like four scott munitions it keeps you with 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 the thaddeo when you guys start wearing their stuff um some back even with ned but also with the soap with euro soap it's 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 that it's it's good soap it's it's awesome and it does make a difference in the morning believe me you said it yourself the dove's just sitting there you can tell the difference i got irish spring i don't go to that irish spring i can tell the difference and that's the only soap i'm going to use and just the smell I mean, it just, oh, you just feel better. You just feel a heck of a lot better. I can't wait to try the others. So HeroSoapCompany.com, offer code BATTLELINE, and then you can combine that with the subscription. You'll get the 15% off and the 10% off. So with that, before we get thrown out of here, uh, Tanya, thank you so much for coming on. I remember you were like reluctant to come on, and, and you were like, I don't know how I'm going to do with this. Hopefully you enjoyed it, because I thought this was a great interview. No, it it was great. I just, I, I, I'm not one to be very outspoken about, I'm kind of, I'm like the mystery person. Nobody really knows who I am. It's so true. yeah. So it was, it was uh, a little bit of a challenge for me to do this, but I'm glad I did. Yeah. Can I, can I come into the house when this is over? Yeah. I'll unlock the door now. You can, you can come in. <laughs> love, love you. Love you. Thank you, Ian. Thanks, guys. And hope you had a great Valentine's Day. I should throw that out there. We were we were traveling, but she was with me in San Diego, which was awesome. We had a that was fun. We went to the beach and before I had to speak and it, I didn't you have fun? I had fun. That was one of the one of the more fun speaking event trips. No, anytime anytime I get to be on a beach, I am a hundred percent happy. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, we had a good time. Even though we were traveling home on Valentine's, but I did give her three Hershey's kisses. And she gave me a pop-up. Yeah. So, yeah, let me wrap this up by saying that Chris, for Valentine's Day, as we're leaving the hotel, 
grabbed a handful of Hershey Kisses out of the front desk candy dish <laughs> and said, Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> and wait, and, and when we were at the airport, I walked the whole length of the terminal to get you a, uh, get you a Starbucks coffee, too. I did. You did. And, brought, you did. and brought it back and walked it all the way back. It was like a mile to get Starbucks. <laughs> a mile uphill both ways. In the- both ways in, in the Denver airport. So. I love it. So, uh, yeah, for our listeners, once again, uh, any any questions for the show, email battlelinepodcast at gmail.com. Sponsorship inquir- inquiries, uh, Ian Scott Radio at gmail.com. And we'll be back on Monday. That's all for this week's Battleline podcast, but we'll be back on Monday with more American Straight Talk, so make sure you're subscribed. And keep up with the show 24-7 on Facebook and Instagram at Battleline Podcast. Also on Twitter at Battleline Pod. As always, never quit.